The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Good day, and welcome to PR Insider with your host, Maureen Kettis. PR Insider is brought to you by www.us.cision.com, whose world-famous Bacon's Media Database is updated more than 10,000 times per day. Take your PR to the next level. Now, here's your host, Maureen Kettis. Welcome to PR Insider. I'm your host, Maureen Kettis, and we've had pandemonium this morning because we have a guest on who is just amazing and um, and has a quite a hectic life. She's a um, star in Britain, and she's coming to the United States, so we're really excited. Uh, her name is Jane Deus Hinch, and she's one of Britain's top wedding planners. Um, she has worked with celebrities and socialites, and they've all benefited from her unique skills at pulling off the perfect event. Her, uh, she has her own TV show called Wedding SOS, which airs on the Slice Network in Canada and on Living TV 2 in the UK, and it's premiering this summer on Fine Living in the United States. And each of the 50 episodes filmed features one couple whose whose dream wedding is threatened to become a nightmare, and then she and her Jane, and she's uh, sort of like a fairy godmother, and she grants each couple three wishes to turn it all around. Um, and she started uh, organizing her friends' weddings way back when, and started to uh, decided to start her own company. So we're going to talk about how she's marketed her business, how she's turned herself into a TV star. Um, and I want to welcome Jane Deus Hinch. Hello, Maureen. Hi. You're, you're caught, this is so crazy because first I was I thought maybe you might be late because of shooting schedules and and kickboxing, and then and then now you're telling me you're in an RV on a cell phone calling into the show. So that's right. We're just changing locations. <laughs> so this is really is a drive-by. And I obviously <laughs> never know where I'm going, what I'm doing. And it's just fallen right that uh, we started this morning at 6.30 and we came down to this kickboxing studio because the couple are working out all their frustrations and anguish and everything to do with the wedding. And then we're now going on to the next location. Um, so here I am in my RV with my kickboxing T-shirt and sweatpants on. Um, yes, you know, day in the life of a wedding planner. Well, the beautiful thing about radio is we don't have to know what anyone's wearing, so I won't tell you. I know, isn't that <laughs> fabulous? It's not like TV where I've got my uh, my wonderful trusty hair and makeup and wardrobe <laughs> following behind me. Exactly. So this couple, I just I'm just curious before we start talking about marketing and PR and all that, but this couple. That's getting married. They're working their frustrations out in kickboxing, and that's part of the show. Because obviously, I've done now. Uh, we've celebrated 50 episodes. This is my 56th episode, and each time I grant three wishes. So you can imagine, we've granted over 150 wishes, uh-huh. and we have to all the time look at what they want as their wish. And this couple wanted to really be grounded and get together as a lovey-dovey couple when they walk down the aisle. And they said they've got so many tensions and resistance and arguments and everything. They want to get everything out in the open, fight it all out, so that when they're standing there at the altar, that's day one. That's their whole new relationship. That's their married life. 
Wow. And so, and so, had they done kickboxing before, or this was new? No, no, no. <laughs> this is um, something very different. We were trying to think of how do you get your frustration out, and uh-huh. actually, the guy said, "I would love to hit a, a punch bag." Um, and it just went from there. But I said, right, okay, we can work with that. So are you in there punching? Because, you know, we haven't seen your show in the U.S. yet, so I, I don't know your show, but are you in there punching? It's on Fine Living. Uh, it's already, people can already watch it. It's called Wedding SOS, and it has already premiered uh, okay. in the States. So you'd have to search through the channels and find it. But um, you can pick it up, definitely. Oh, great. And so how many um, episodes have aired here in the U.S.? I would say that they've shown season one because I'm on season five now. So there's a lot of catching up to do, a lot of fun to watch. Fun, 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 fun. Now, how how did you – let's talk first a little bit about your history, about how you got into this, and then how it, and then I want to find out how it turned into a TV show. So how, sure. did, you, how did you first um, become a wedding planner, and how did you market your business originally? Originally, I worked for um, an American company called Philip Morris. I worked for uh-huh. Marlboro, Marlboro Cigarettes. Wow. And I worked my way over 12 years. Uh, through the company, and I became the national sales training manager. And I then went into the event side, doing the huge events that they do, the Grand Prix. Mm -hmm. And I became involved in the organizing of the catering, the flowers, the tents, the marquees, um, all the different corporate side. And I actually loved it because of all the detail that you had to go into to make this whole event come together. And from that, I was visiting some family um, in the States, and my cousin uh, worked for a wedding planner. And she said, I can't believe it. We've got this huge wedding coming up, and the the bride is a Brit marrying an American, and she actually wants a British wedding. And they're really struggling. Could you come and give us some advice? Mm -hmm. So I went in, um, and fortunately, I mean, they were... It was one of those things that was meant to be. I helped them put that together and realized that if you're doing an event like a wedding, you actually need an event organizer to be able to do it with you. So you have somebody working for you on the day. And this was back in 1984. Um, I mean, this year is my 25th year of being a wedding planner. Um, I came back uh, to the UK and several of my friends were getting married much much smaller events but it didn't matter you still have so much to coordinate on the day that I didn't want to be the guest sitting back and enjoying it I actually wanted to be behind the scenes um, and there was no such thing in 1985 as a wedding planner in the UK so I advertised I created a business called Occasions uh-huh. And I went out there and advertised this completely new service as, you know, I will come and organize your wedding as your wedding planner. And people were sort of looking at me very blankly going, why would we want that when you've got friends and your mother and everybody helps at weddings? And I'm saying, no, you need to put it on more professional footing because so much can go wrong. Right. And, and it's such an and expensive yeah. day. Wow. So, you so you know, it's interesting. I, when I have people on the show that have created their own um, business, you know, and then, and, and of course, then there's always copycats later, but it's just amazing that you that that you created your own job your own dream job it was it really was but i soon learned that 
you had to be an expert in every field of weddings. So for, it was eight, nine, even ten years, I did photography courses, cake decorating courses, flower arranging courses. I even went on a video uh, course uh, to learn how the cameras. I went on calligraphy. Wow. brought in all the stationery. I learned, I went on courses how to do balloons and bonbonieri favors. So that when I was sitting with a couple and I was sitting with the professional, you know, when they were talking about their photographs, Mm -hmm. their albums, the packages, the florist, everything, because I had trained myself uh, with all the different night schools that I did and the day courses, I saw it as an investment into my company that that was the best I could be. Wow, and that's so you're, I mean, but what's amazing is that your background with Philip Morris as the national training manager and the event planner for them. That was sales. I, I, I worked Right, but that really style. helps, right? I mean, it and all they, comes into play. And from that, I, I have got that skill, um, and I enjoyed uh, all the years working through the company and managing people. I learned a lot of people skills. Right. But... To and how to sell yourself and how to you have to be very self-motivated. Right, right. Where did you advertise when you first started? In, like, local wedding magazines or? Well, at the time, uh, there's very limited. Uh, I mean, now you walk into any um, big, you know, chapters Indigo, any of the big stores, and you see how many wedding magazines there are. Back then, there were three. Right. You know, literally, uh, three magazines whereby um, – you could place an advert in there, and I found out that that didn't work. Just putting wedding planner didn't work because nobody knew what it was. <laughs> so I had to be my own PR person and write my own uh, press releases and try and get editorial. So if I did a wedding, I would then take the photographs, mm-hmm. put it all together, do a press release, and say, why was this different? Why did you need a wedding planner? Wow. So, and so you became your own. Up, yes, you became your own publicist. I did. Oh, wow! And still am. <laughs> so, um, we're going to take a break in a minute. But are you? Where are you driving to now? Where are you on? Are you on the road in the RV? Yes. Yeah, we're we're on route in sunny Toronto. In Toronto, and what's your next location? Uh, Whitby, I believe. And and what are you doing in in Whitby? Uh, in Whitby, they're going to uh, do a whole. Um, it's a um, portrait session. Mm-hmm. They haven't had any engagement photographs or any lovey-dovey photographs taken, and they don't just want it to. They don't want just wedding photographs. They want their own personal photographs. So this is stage two of the wish. Fantastic. So, so we're going to take a break in a minute, and um, and we will be back with more. I want to find out uh, when we come back about how you did the press releases and how you got the word out initially, sure. and then I want to talk about what you're doing now to promote the show and yourself. So this is your host, Maureen Kettis. We will be back in a moment with Jane Deus Hinch, one of Britain's top wedding planners and a star of Weddings SOS, which is now on Fine Living uh, in Season 1 here in the United States. We'll be right back. Stocks, bonds, investment opportunities, financial news, and talk. We can help. Call us now toll-free, 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network.
Webster's Dictionary defines a vertex as the highest point, the summit. The word vertex is derived from Latin, meaning to turn or to spin. If you have a product or service that needs exposure to a desired marketplace, shouldn't the idea be to reach the summit? To turn the tide of public opinion in your favor? To put some positive spin on so that success is in your future? If you run a major corporation and pay for expensive in-house public relations services, or if you're working from home yet need to know how to promote your new product or service, or if you fall somewhere in between. Vertex Communications, a public relations firm, is here to turn the tide on public opinion for you and your product. Vertex Communications, helping you communicate to the Vertex. Contact Vertex Communications at VertexPR.com to get an honest, straightforward assessment of your PR profile and a plan that will work for you, not against you. That's V-E-R-T-E-X-P-R.com. Communicate to the Vertex. What would you do if you knew that you could not fail? The Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile is a radio forum for some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Dr. Pat brings together and introduces visionary scientists and futurists, environmentalists, educators, business leaders, inventors, filmmakers, authors, artists, mystics, and healers who inspire and support individual and collective growth and positive cultural shifts. This award-winning radio show empowers the listening community to be the change they want to see in the world. Tune in every Thursday Stay at 8 a.m. Pacific for the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile, radio to thrive by. Cision's communication intelligence allows organizations to tell their story effectively. Whether they're speaking to TV networks or social networks, the company's Cision Point web platform integrates the world-class Bacon's Media Database with global media monitoring and analysis services. It gives communications professionals the tools they need to optimize their performance and build corporate and brand reputation. Find us on the web at www.us.cision.com. That's us.cision.com. C-I-S-I-O-N dot com. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You're listening to PR Insider with your host, Maureen Kettis, brought to you by Cision on the web at us.cision.com. Maureen and her guests would love to hear from you during the live show. Please call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also email your questions to be addressed on the show. Send your email to Maureen at prinsider.biz. That's Maureen at prinsider.biz. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to PR Insider. We are sponsored by Cision. You should visit them at their website, us.cision.com. I'm your host, Maureen Kettis, and we've been talking to Jane Deus Hinch, who I think of as sort of Nanny 911 for weddings. I don't know if you've ever been called that, Jane. Welcome back. Yes, I have, and I know Joe Frost very well. Um, that is the actual formula whereby they take a Brit and they put them into American and North American families and say, right, go and do a, you know, a totally different approach. And that's why I think people love the show, um, because it's, it's similar, but it's not the same. Right. Uh, we do things slightly different. And, um, I mean, I've actually, this is my fourth year here in Canada, um, fifth season, and I just love it here, and everybody seems to love the Brits. Yes, everyone does. Um, are, do you think that um, brides and grooms behave like badly 
badly behaved children in nanny nine one one or is it oh, the mothers and fathers? I I could tell a tale or two. Oh tell us um, one. I mean over the years and you can imagine over twenty five years how many couples I've worked with. And it's great when you first meet them. Um I mean on the show the worst I've ever had is on a Monday at uh four o'clock I met the couple for the first time. They gave me their names, and that's how real this show is. As I walk up to them, they give me their names. Yeah. And then they tell me all the problems that they think they have with their wedding. Uh-huh. And I then ask a lot of questions, and then I find out what's actually wrong with their wedding. Uh-huh. I then write them a board, and then we plan um, exactly what they're going to do uh, in the time before their wedding. Wow. Well, this particular couple in New York, um, I filmed with them in uh, Hoboken, and I met them at 4 o'clock on the Monday afternoon, and their wedding was 12 o'clock on Friday. Oh, my God. So to do three wishes, she hadn't got a dress. She was a wardrobe designer, <laughs> and she didn't have a dress. She could not find a dress, and we went to Kleinfeld's. Um, the second wish was he was a Brit and his mother was coming over and back at home she baked wedding cakes for everyone and he wanted her to do the wedding cake. Uh-huh. And I said, but she gets off the plane fri- uh, on the Wednesday night and the wedding was on the Friday. Yeah, how how on earth could she do it? And she's got jet so, lag. Well, <laughs> add that in as well. Uh-huh. Um, so it was, it was quite... Um, Crazy time, because the next thing was they wanted to celebrate as they came out of City Hall with a glass of champagne to, you know, offer it round to their guests. And, of course, there's no drinking on the streets in Hoboken. (laughs) So I had to then charter um, a boat to take them up the Hudson uh, so that we could drink (laughs) um, and pop some bottles, you know, of champagne. Right. What's the biggest wedding you've ever organized? It was a Greek wedding for 1,800 people. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, that was, that was quite something. Um, and, in fact, that the bride was in such a state, she actually rang me. Um, it was two weeks before her wedding. Mm-hmm. She'd got over 500 people still to um, reply. She'd got um, a florist that actually couldn't cater for the amount of tables that she was doing. She hadn't got enough vases. Everything was in chaos, and I actually moved in with the family, um, which was great because I had a, a working knowledge then of the whole wedding and how it was all going to be. Um, but, yes, 1,800 people. Oh, my gosh, that was like my, my big fat Greek wedding. Well, that was probably, you know, similar. You were used to the big events for Philip Morris, so that's probably... That's right. That's right. Have you ever done a same-sex wedding? Yes, we've done three on the show. Uh, we did uh, two girls. We've done that twice. And we've done two guys, Don and Yako, and they were an absolute dream to work with. They loved um, me being there. They got such fantastic ideas. Um, one of their wishes was to learn. They wanted to dance on their first dance, and it was great. Aww. Did you Have you ever had someone, you know, left at the altar, the old... Has anyone ever not shown up for one of your weddings? Oh, yes. Oh, God. Oh, yes. Oh, more than And one. there isn't, I mean, to all the wedding planners that might be, prospective wedding planners out there that are thinking, oh, this would be my dream job, mm-hmm. because obviously I get a lot of um, young men and women who email me saying, 
I'm inspired by you, this is exactly what I want to do. Um, there are no books uh, to uh, tell you in wedding planning terms what to do when you're standing there and the bridegroom doesn't show up and there's the bride sitting in the car. And how about vice versa? Does the bride ever not show up? I've had a bride, uh, one particular bride who I will never forget, who at the first wedding it was too big. The wedding was far too big. Her mother had organized it, and it was just not what she wanted. And she stayed at home. She couldn't get in the car. We were all waiting at the church. Um, she did that to me once. We reorganized the wedding on the second time, uh, a much smaller affair. But on the day, she just could not come out of the room. We did a civil ceremony, so she did it to me twice. And on the third attempt, which was four... Over four years, it, she'd had her daughter then, and the sad part was that her father uh, died six months before, so he never, even though this was her third attempt, he never actually got her to, to walk down the aisle. Did she actually get married on the third try? She did, because and I think we all said to her, <laughs> we, and it was none it, of us can go through this again, ever. Was it the same guy all three times, or was it a new guy? It was the same guy. He totally he adored her. And he, he just knew that she couldn't do it. Like and a real-life runaway bride, you know. Totally. So, so funny. Oh, but it's not funny, though. Um, so um, in terms of your, your show, now I heard your, there's a rumor that you might be getting um, a show on our network, Voice America. What would you like to do if you do have a show with us? Well, I actually um, put it out on um, an site called LinkedIn. I do a lot of business networking. We're going to talk about that and later. And I actually um, said, why isn't there a radio show? Because obviously it's the height of wedding season mm -hmm. at the moment. You've got all these brides running around trying to organize these events. Mm -hmm. And if they don't have the services of a wedding planner, who do they ask? Right. Where do they go to? So if there's you know, a radio show whereby you've got a professional wedding planner at the end of the line where you can ask all your questions, you can um, ask about music, you know, what do I play during the signing of the register? What can I walk out to? I really don't know what I want as my first dance. You can, you can ta tailor it to the music side, but I'm far more interested in brides out there that are really struggling not knowing the etiquette um, because back in the UK, mm -hmm. I am a Toastmaster. Yes, I which, saw that on your um, website. So explain to the audience what a Toastmaster is because we don't have Yes, I've either. never done it in one of my shows. I've never appeared in my uniform. I really must rectify that. Yes. Um, in the UK, um, you engage the services of a Toastmaster at your wedding. And it's usually a retired military gentleman. Mm-hmm who wears uh, the mess uniform, the red jacket, the white shirt, the white bow tie, mm -hmm. um, black pants, and it's a tailcoat. And because they're used to um, making announcements and how formal everything is, so I worked with, um, over two years, I worked with many, many Toastmasters, and then I decided that I can do that. So I actually went on the training course. I paid um, and enrolled and became uh, one of the very first lady Toastmasters in the UK to work full-time as a Toastmaster, um, had the uniform. And so instead of an MC, you have someone who is making all the announcements for you, 
But also, I have a little twist on what I do, and I bring in all the customs and traditions of weddings. And I tell all the guests why we cut the cake, what all the ingredients mean, why we wear the ring on the ah. finger, why we throw confetti. Because I'm finding these days that young ladies getting married, the brides, if you say to them, I, I'm not sure if you know the rhyme, but we have a rhyme, something old, something new, something borrowed, something uh -huh, blue. Um, in Britain, we have a, an extra line on there, something for luck, a sixpence in your shoe to make all your wishes and dreams come true. <laughs> um, I'm finding that things like this are all being lost. And people have a cake, but they don't cut it because they don't know the significance of cutting the cake. So I do all of that as my role as a Toastmaster, I bring all that added dimension into the wedding. Wow, I think I think your show you have to do the Toastmaster, but that would be the great that would be a great name for your radio show on Voice America, the, the mm -hmm. Toastmaster, right? Yeah, because you, you're not going to be um, being you're not going to be the wedding planner if you do the radio show because you you're just answering questions, and those are the kinds of questions people have. I don't know the meaning, the significance of a lot of those things. What about religion? Does that come into play with your? You must have to deal with different religions marrying each other. And All the time. I mean, so many cultural weddings now, and I've had to embrace. Um, I've, I've done Indian weddings for many, many years. Um, Chinese weddings, I've done far more since I've been in Toronto. Um, but I've also recently uh, done a Serbian wedding, and it was a traditional. They wanted, that was one of the reasons they wanted me, because they knew that I, I loved and traditions. And one of the Serbian uh, customs is that the bridegroom actually has to purchase the bride. He actually has to uh, bargain for and he has to shoot an apple. Um, and that is part of their culture. And Goran um, had asked his grandmother and she said, it would be wonderful for everyone to see if you will do the purchasing of the bride. And they actually have fake brides as well that he he uh, turns down and he rejects. So, um, actually, I mean, we made some fun in there as well. My driver actually dressed up as a bride. I dressed up as a bride. We all had some fun. You mean a cross-dressing bride? Is it a male driver? Yes. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We had some fun. Um, and Goran thought that this was... Fantastic, because when Andrea walked out, I mean, she was the most stunning and beautiful bride. Um, and all the purchasing was well worth it. He totally enjoyed it. Right, right. Oh, that's, that's wonderful. And you had to do a quick study on the, on the Serbian uh, wedding traditions, I would imagine. Oh, I have to. And that's one part of wedding planning that people don't see, that you have to do an awful lot of uh, research behind the scenes and especially when I'm doing society weddings, because as a Toastmaster, you have to know the code of conduct, um, which is debrets, which is if you have, let me just say, um, a member of the royal family attending, if you've got uh, people that are titled, if you have a judge, mm -hmm. if you have someone from the church, which order would you announce them in? Right. So well, you have to know um, and do your research as to who who is who in Debrett. Well, we have to take a break, and this is sure. really fascinating, but we'll be back in a minute with Jane Deus Hinch. Thank you. 
up-to-date business and financial news. Call now and get the financial information you need. 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. The experts are here. Voice America Business Network. Vision's communication intelligence allows organizations to tell their story effectively. Whether they're speaking to TV networks or social networks, the company's Cision Point web platform integrates the world-class Bacon's Media Database with global media monitoring and analysis services. It gives communications professionals the tools they need to optimize their performance and build corporate and brand reputation. Find us on the web at www.us.cision.com. That's us.cision.com. C-I-S-I-O-N dot com. Are you tired of the government squandering your tax dollars on bailouts and overpaid bureaucrats? On Free Markets with Dr. Mike Beitler, Mike Beitler and his guests explain why big government regulations are the problem and innovative businesses and free markets are the solution. Listen to Free Markets with Dr. Mike Beitler, Thursday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Network. Webster's Dictionary defines a vertex as the highest point, the summit. The word vertex is derived from Latin, meaning to turn or to spin. If you have a product or service that needs exposure to a desired marketplace, shouldn't the idea be to reach the summit? To turn the tide of public opinion in your favor? To put some positive spin on so that success is in your future? If you run a major corporation and pay for expensive in-house public relations services, or if you're working from home yet need to know how to promote your new product or service, or if you fall somewhere in between, Vertex Communications, a public relations firm, is here to turn the tide on public opinion for you and your product. Vertex Communications, helping you communicate to the Vertex. Contact Vertex Communications at VertexPR.com to get an honest, straightforward assessment of your PR profile and a plan that will work for you, not against you. That's V-E-R-T-E-X-P-R.com. Communicate to the Vertex. America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You're listening to PR Insider with your host, Maureen Kettis, brought to you by Cision on the web at us.cision.com. Maureen and her guests would love to hear from you during the live show. Please call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also email your questions to be addressed on the show. Send your email to Maureen at prinsider.biz. That's Maureen at prinsider.biz. Now, back to the show. Welcome back again to PR Insider. I'm on with Jane Dayas Hinch, and you can find her at www.janedayas-hinch.com. You can also find her at weddingsos.com. Welcome back, Jane. Thank you. So um, I want to start talking a little bit about, because I got so carried away with all the weddings, and it's just so fascinating. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about how you handle VIP and celebrity weddings, but before we do that, um, I also heard another rumor that you're going to be coming out with a book. Can you tell us that? That's right. Oh, I am under so much pressure uh, to produce a book to accompany the series. 
uh, with all the stories and behind the scenes, that's what everybody loves. Um, but also they want my wedding planning tips and guide and all the templates. So we've put all this together and I'm actually desperately trying to find a suitable publisher. That's my holdup. I have a literary agent and we're looking for a big enough publisher to get the distribution. So I'm holding off until I get the right one because we've got tons of photographs in there. It's going to be a very well um, catalogued and beautifully photographed uh, book. And I also want to add in there a a DVD Mm -hmm. and also a CD so that the brides, instead of photocopying uh, pages to do their templates, they can just pop it in their computer and there it is. So it's going to be top, top of the range and right at the cutting edge um, of wedding planning. That's what I want it to be. Yeah, like the Bible of wedding planning. Yes. I think it's great. Um, you know, I don't think there is anything like that. But also you have, from a PR perspective, you have the platform to sell it. You're on a show. You have a successful show. You've got the credentials. Sure, you will get a top-notch publisher. That's what I'm hoping for, fingers crossed. Right. And then once you do and the book comes out, how are you planning on doing um, PR for the book? What are you planning on Well, I've had experiences with PR companies that I sign up for a limited time for purely for projects. On a day-to-day basis, I do everything myself because I'm very hands-on that when I'm doing interviews, I like to be in control of what's going out there because I once was very badly burned, shall I say, by someone who did an interview. They put it to press. It was so, um, what shall I say, distorted. It was their view. And so many of the facts and different things were wrong that I said, from now on, I will do press releases. I will monitor things and do it that way, which is hard when you're trying to work with a PR company. But when I've got my book uh, ready to launch, I will use the services of a PR company because they can reach far wider than I can by myself. Right, and plus you, you don't want to be selling yourself. It's, exactly. it's always better to have someone talking for yes. you and about you. Yes. And um, wait, did you come to a red light? Because I noticed the traffic's not as loud <laughs> all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Can you believe we are sitting as a red light? <laughs> Lovely. Um, so what kind of PR have you gotten for yourself in in the U.K.? Are you featured in magazines? I, I looked yes. far, far and wide on your website, and I couldn't find that. Right. My website at the moment is, um, I've just totally revamped it. Uh, This is literally, we're into the first month. We've put up um, all the headings that we want, but I'm also launching a range of wedding rings um, soon. So that's why I needed a new style of website so that people can go on there and get my e-book, they can get my wedding rings and all the different things that I'm going to be launching over the next few months. So there's going to be a lot of things happening on that website. Wow. And and do you now your business model? Do you when you recommend a, a company, do you have a business arrangement with, let's say, a cake company? Obviously, they have to fit your your needs. But do you have is that part of your business model? Is is working out deals with different um, vendors? When you're a wedding planner, when you first start out, it, it takes a long time to learn. The industry, the wedding industry is a very unique industry. 
um, you find out very quickly um, with all the vendors, no matter if it's photographers, cakes, florists, whatever, you find out who's good, who's bad, who's expensive, but the one thing you want to find out is who will let you down. Because you only get one chance at a wedding. It's one day. Right. If, they, if they mess it up, you know, you can't say, oh, come back next week and, you know, we'll do it all again. Right. Um, you have to have 100% reliability and trust with the companies that you're working with. And it took me 15 years to build up this magnificent network in the UK that I have whereby I've got florists from top of the range right the way down to if I've got brides on a budget and they want very simple things, we can cater. We do as much or as little as the bride wants um, in every aspect of what they need. So I, with my vendors, I'm very careful who I promote and who I endorse. Because if the bride was to be disappointed, they would come back to me and say, well, you recommended them. Right. Now, how do you translate that to another country? So now you're in Canada. How yes. did you get your – are you just doing the show or are you, are you, are you doing as? Well, obviously, no, because with every wedding, uh, with the 56 weddings that I've done now, um, obviously I've worked with all the different photographers. I've worked from New York. We've done three weddings in New York. And I've gone as far north as Sudbury and as far south. I've been to London, Windsor. We've, we've traveled most of Ontario. So finding different people and taking business cards and looking to see what they can do and what they can supply. Yes, I've actually got quite a healthy Rolodex going on of people that I've worked with. Wow. And, and how... how um how are you doing your business when you're shooting the show? I'm just so you're you're shooting and you have, you've got obviously a busy schedule because you're multitasking during the breaks. You're signing autographs and and contacting your uh, executive producers, etc. But how are you? Are you is your wedding planning business up and running in the UK while you're there and you have people? Running? Oh yes. How is yeah. that, so how is that going? Very how much so. I'm going back to do a wedding at the end of June. Uh, the young lady's been with me for two years, just 18 months. She's um, contacted me and said, I, I need you to do my wedding. It's um, beautiful. We're going to have a beautiful day. It's at a place called Nailcoat Hall, uh, which is in Warwickshire, a very old building. I've done many weddings there. Um, I recommended the photographer who I know will whether it's rain or shine, he knows the building inside out and will take some fantastic photographs. That's prestige. And I, that bride, um, she said she couldn't do the wedding without me. Um, I did her friend's wedding. She saw how I worked on the day. And she said, when I get married, and she kept my card for four years. Mm. Wow. And I mean, so, how are you juggling it all? I mean, you're on the road. You're in an RV. That's the noise we're hearing in the background. Well, I, I'm just, I just wish we had some sort of, you know, video camera, and you could see my PA sitting opposite me, Joanna, who's frantically write, writing notes for me. She's on the, uh, she's on the laptop. We have wireless connection in here. We have everything. It's a, it's a whole mobile office. Wow. And and do you have someone running your UK office? Exactly the same as Sarah uh, back in the UK. Wow. And how do you keep up with the demand? Because I would imagine that the TV show increased your business dramatically. I receive now, I mean, I've always traveled. Um, I've done weddings in Cairo. I've done weddings in New Zealand. I've been to Australia. I've been all over the world with different weddings. 
Uh, now, even more so with the show, people are looking and saying, I need that woman. I know she'll do me very good job with my wedding. Um, the only thing is, obviously, with my filming schedule, um, this might be my fifth season, might be my last season, because I am now inundated with brides that would like me to, to do their weddings. Right. Well, can you grow your business? Are you planning on growing your business by getting people that work under you that are, you know? Well, I've done that. I've done a lot of training, and um, I find that if I send someone to meet a bride and say, well, you go and do all the preliminary stuff, I wish I was cloned. Yeah. I really do, um, because people want me. Right. That's that's why they want me. Um, that's why they book me. Um, that's the pleasure that I have, uh, that I see it through start to finish. It seems like they would need to, to almost take your course and how you how you uh, trained yourself by taking every class. And, and Well, I have written a whole uh, training program uh, because, as I say, that was my background at Philip Morris was uh, sales training. Mm-hmm. And I've written it, and I've called it the Wedding Academy. And I've actually got a production company that is looking at this as a TV show. Yeah, uh, that's to actually that take, like another TV uh, Ten show. people through their paces over 13 weeks uh, to become wedding planners. Wow, wow. And also, you know, it seems like you could also come out with another book that's like the International um, Directory, you know, that's a constant changing directory. Yes. You know, of all the um, of all the uh, vendors worldwide. Yes. Wow, what a, you know, who would have thought weddings would be, uh, you know, such a... It's a billion-dollar business. Yeah. It's huge. So um, we're going to take a break in a second here, and um, when we come back, I, I, I keep promising that we're going to talk about, you know, some of the new media and how how LinkedIn and Facebook and Twitter and MySpace and Flickr and all those uh, come into play in your business. And I want to talk about how some of your free things that you get from uh, companies that endorse you. No problem. And, um, and then we'll talk a little bit about the VIP and society weddings and how that's handled. So sure. uh, we will take a break in a minute, and I mean at this minute, and we will be back with our wonderful guest, Jane Dayus Hinch. And you can find her again at Jane Dayus, D-A-Y-U-S, hyphen Hinch, H-I-N-C-H dot com. It almost seems like the last name should be Dayus Hinch, as in getting married. Anyway, we'll be, we'll be right back after this. the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now. Toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Webster's Dictionary defines a vertex as the highest point, the summit. The word vertex is derived from Latin, meaning to turn or to spin. If you have a product or service that needs exposure to a desired marketplace, shouldn't the idea be to reach the summit? To turn the tide of public opinion in your favor? To put some positive spin on so that success is in your future? If you run a major corporation and pay for expensive in-house public relations services, or if you're working from home yet need to know how to promote your new product or service, or if you fall somewhere in between, 
Vertex Communications, a public relations firm, is here to turn the tide on public opinion for you and your product. Vertex Communications, helping you communicate to the Vertex. Contact Vertex Communications at VertexPR.com to get an honest, straightforward assessment of your PR profile and a plan that will work for you, not against you. That's V-E-R-T-E-X-P-R.com. Communicate to the Vertex. Technology is changing the way we live our lives and how we do business. On CIO Talk Radio, we talk about the benefits of technology and the great things it allows us to do, as well as its risks. Heard every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Pacific, Sunjo Gall interviews business leaders and other experts that are shaping the way we use technology. To learn more about the show, visit www.ciotalkradio.com. Keep up with the changing world of technology and listen to CIO Talk Radio with Sunjo Gall. Listen in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Pacific, right here on Voice America Business. Decisions Communication Intelligence allows organizations to tell their story effectively. Whether they're speaking to TV networks or social networks, the company's Cision Point web platform integrates the world-class Bacon's Media Database with global media monitoring and analysis services. It gives communications professionals the tools they need to optimize their performance and build corporate and brand reputation. Find us on the web at www.us.cision.com. That's us.cision.com. C-I-S-I-O-N dot com. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. Listening to PR Insider with your host Maureen Kettis, brought to you by Cision on the web at us.cision.com. Maureen and her guests would love to hear from you during the live show. Please call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also email your questions to be addressed on the show. Send your email to Maureen at prinsider.biz. That's Maureen at prinsider.biz. Now, back to the show. Welcome back again to PR Insider. We are sponsored by Cision, and I'm on with Jane Deus Hinch. She's one of Britain's top wedding planners. I would say probably the top wedding planner in And um, her TV show is now on Fine Living. And it's you go to fineliving.com, www.fineliving.com um, to find time. And uh, it's on tomorrow. Anyway, Jane, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Maureen. So I want to talk a little bit. Sorry for the connection, everybody, and just bear with us because uh, Jane is in an RV traveling to her next location. She's traveling, so this is quite an unusual uh, situation, and I'm trying to hear what you're saying, but I'll do my best. Okay, and I'll try to talk loudly. Um, so in terms of um, the new media, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Flickr, MySpace, how do you um, deal with that? How do you work with those platforms? I'm sorry, Maureen, have I lost you? Uh, how do you deal with Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Twitter, MySpace? How are you doing? How are you using the new media? Um, I hope you can hear me, but yes. yes, I am on Facebook. I find it uh, not just for the social side. I find it, it on my business side. A lot of people, when they Google my name, 
uh, find that Facebook is a very acceptable uh, way of trying to make contact, friendly contact. Uh, it's not too imposing. And I have a lot of brides send me their questions uh, through Facebook. Um, I also am on Twitter. I do two updates a day. I do one in the morning and one in the evening because there is so much hilarity that you don't see. It's all behind the scenes with the show. And sometimes I get wardrobe notes, as I did last week, and it said, uh, please, to uh, my wardrobe person, pack an outfit suitable for wearing on a trapeze. <laughs> and I put that on Twitter going, you must be kidding. And <laughs> I actually had to go and do some work on the trapeze. <laughs> well, that is just amazing. Um, and I know that that really, really gets you uh, a big following. How's your How's your Twitter following? It's growing by the day. It's amazing uh, how many people from what sort of backgrounds are actually following uh, Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, back in the UK, there's quite a, a huge following. Um, it's growing. It's. I'm, I'm in the next. Someone's telling me now that there's an even more uh, latest one called Tumblr. T U M B L R. Yes, so I saw you on the there. Next Twitter. Yes, and um, this. You know, the conversation is so fascinating, and I want to have you back on the show. Unfortunately, the sound is so painful that I'm getting these hilarious um, instant messages from John Missel, the executive producer. So we're going to cut the show a little early today, but I want you to come back because I want to talk uh, more to you, and I, I think we should come back when uh, you maybe have your own radio show and we can interview you to uh, get it started. Well, I've just said to Steve, can we pull over, even if it's just for a few minutes, just so that we can uh, ah. uh, try and do this. So we're, we're actually looking now to pull over. Okay, we're going to pull over. We're coming through. Where are we yeah, going? We're, almost, I mean, we have another we're coming into Ajax, so we can pull over. This is the first time I've done um, the show from an RV. Moving. A moving target. <laughs> a moving target. From a cell phone. It's pretty funny. It's just another day in the life of me. Can you imagine this on Twitter? I did a mobile radio show. And is Steve the cross-dressing bride from the Serbian wedding? <laughs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> I think you need to put a picture of him up on your I can do that. In drag. In fact, he's giving me the thumbs up here. He likes me to talk about him. He's the unsung hero behind the scenes. This is the guy that uh, orders lunch, sources out, makes sure we're on time, makes sure my crew is totally looked after. He's great. (laughs) All right. We pulled over. I can hear you. Yes. All right. Much better. Much better. So um okay so so you you twitter you've got a you've got a following that's that's working really well and yep. is that getting viewers for the show are people finding your twitter and then watching the show or is it they see your show and then they join the twitter It's it's both actually I mean I find that um the show is growing um uh, it's it's gone year on year on year and now with slice obviously they um, promote the show. They do lots of trailers with the show. I'm on 12 times on a Monday. Wow. And people pick up and they um, PVR the show and, so that they can watch it and then they, they're picking up on all the different episodes. Mm-hmm. And when I walk down the street, it's amazing how many people stop me and say, I love your show. Yeah. And I'll say, do you have a favorite episode? And that's the test. It's amazing how many people remember the couples and what happened in the show. Right. I mean, because it's so personal. I mean, you, you can you can relate to it. 
You don't get two weddings that are the same. <laughs> exactly. And I can remember every couple's name as well. Oh, my gosh. So tell, tell us about how you get um, uh, free uh, endorsements. And, and you know, I, I understand you ride a Harley. I do. That's my big passion. Actually, probably the only Toastmaster in Britain who rides a Harley and a female Toastmaster to boot. Well, that, that's the twist in the tale, but uh, <laughs> obviously I wear business suits um, all the time. I That is my one side of my life, um, but from the age of 16, I've always had this passion for motorbikes, and it's sort of grown over the years that now I totally adore uh, my Harley. I ride all over the world. In December, I rode in the Middle Eastern um, Rally in Dubai. Mm-hmm. Um, we rode out to Fajera. Um, I've ridden across Oman. I've gone all over the world, wow. and they are the best bunch of people. Fantastic. And I bet you that helps you with your cultural understandings of, of different kinds of brides and grooms. So what kind of free stuff do you have uh, on your show? Like who's sponsoring you? Um, I'm sponsored by Jaguar, Jaguar Cars, Mm -hmm. in that um, back in the UK I do a lot of VIP work uh, for Jaguar, and I approached them and I said, I have a TV show, what's the best day of your life? It's your wedding day, I'm a Brit, I want to drive a British car on the show, and I think Jaguar is the best car and they totally agreed, and I had the XS last season, and this season I've got uh, the brand-new O10, the uh, soft-top uh, sports car. It's fabulous. So on, when we're shooting, when I pull up, my number plate is three wishes. <laughs> um, and we capture that in the show. We take the couples in the car. I pull up on wedding day. Always driving the Jaguar. So they have, the a, they have a lot of um, uh, airtime. So maybe they'll, maybe they'll sponsor your Voice America radio show, too. Why not? Oh, wouldn't that be amazing? It would be, yeah, it's a bargain for them. Why not? So and then um, I'm sponsored by Harley Davidson. Uh, through all the work that I've done mentoring women in the U.K., I came across here in Dealey's in Canada, are the main um, importer and distributor for all Harley Davidsons. The young lady who I dealt with, who I approached, and I knocked on the doors. I knocked on the doors of Jaguar. I knocked on the doors of Harley-Davidson. And I said, I'm a wedding planner, which she looked at me sort of, you know, and how does Harley fit into this? And I said, (laughs) wouldn't you love to see a woman of my age riding the big bikes, pulling up on a Harley-Davidson and saying, women, get out there and ride motorbikes. And I've done that. Everything from a V-rod. Heritage Softel, you name it. Unbelievable. Well, I'm getting the music, and I could go on forever with talking with you. You're so wonderful. Everybody, please check out her show, Wedding SOS on Fine Living Network. And I want to thank our sponsor, Cision. Visit their website, us.cision.com. And thanks, for uh, everyone, for listening through the um, static from the drive-by radio show this morning. I want to thank my um, theme music producer, uh, Doran Roberts-Kettis, and my executive producer, John Missile. Don't forget to go to PRinsider.biz and sign up for our weekly reminders. This is your host, Maureen Kettis, and we will uh, be on next week. Don't forget to relate to your public, no matter who they are.
Thanks again for listening to PR Insider with your host, Maureen Kettis. PR Insider is brought to you by Cision, helping communications experts navigate the sea of social media. Visit them on the web at us.cision.com. And make sure you join us again next Friday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Network. Have a great week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.